I miss a green, for example, I'm already upset. When I find my ball in the bunker, I'm really upset. And when I find my ball in a fried egg. Fried egg. The dreaded fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg lie. I'm about ready to run off the golf course. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Fried Egg Podcast. We are uh, joined by the three-man weave, DJ Pajowski and uh, Tron Carter. How are you guys? Hey, Andy. I'm crushed. Crushed? It was my, a... man, my man, Gooch. Man. He got... I feel like with that should be the first thing we address is Tron's uh, blatant take-backs or flip-flopping on the Kucher issue, and maybe you can clarify your stance for us here. The Kucher issue? Yeah. Kuch balled out today. He balled out all week. He's a stud. He's got total command of that wipey fade. Um, He's a generational player. To be clear, you're trying to convince me here. I have been in on Kucher the whole time, continually pumping him to you, as Andy has as well. Uh, and, And you just, I feel like, have had a lot of... Uh, just a very muddy opinion on the whole thing. Again, I, I hate his swing. I just uh, and he—I mean, Andy should hate him too. He's totally against the whole aim left revolution. I mean, he's—he he does on, aim left. He plays that way. He fades. He aims way right, and he comes over it, and and then fades it. Yeah. He—that's his—he over-exaggerate. He does come over the top a little, but. Man, he, it's kind of like that. It's big, more about alignment with the shoulders practice. versus the versus the feet. But anyway, yeah, I just you know what? Like I'm not I'm gonna play a little hard to get, and I'm still not cool with Skechers. Um, but Kucher is a, he's a great champion. Is he your favorite Skechers brand ambassador? Uh, Brooke Henderson's my favorite Skechers brand ambassador. It's gonna be it's gonna be Russell Knox for me. But Kucher Kucher is now second to her. I'm I'm a I'm a Kucher would be my guy, too. Your current Kucher love affair had nothing to do with having him at seventy-five to one this week. I mean, the early bird gets the worm. Uh, I mean, I also had, I had Spieth as well, so you know, I just I, Kucher. I've gone full circle on him. I like the idea of Kucher. Today was the first time I've ever enjoyed watching him play. Um, we're gonna have Huber on the trap jaw, and we're gonna talk about the story that kind of. Changed flip, his mind. Flip the script for me. Flip public opinion. Yeah, exactly. So no, I mean, I, I thought it was cool. Uh, how his wife came up to speed after the round. It's like I'm so happy for you. How about her flying across the pond like this morning? Didn't and, even tell him she was coming. I mean, they were hanging out at Justin Leonard's like yeah compound out in Colorado. <laughs> in Skechers. All Skechers for everybody. A whole family of Skechers. Yeah, that was kind of disgusting actually. <laughs> I love it. All in. Lean in. So, uh, Spieth. What? I mean, <laughs> I, that was... What can you say? That was something else. I just, I don't understand how you can hit some of those shots that he hit on the first few holes and those so putts. Bad. And then, like, like that, that, that iron end of 14, like, that was one of the 
that was the best shot this year, in my opinion. It was so good. Like that was insane. Just that that ship shot on thirteen. Yeah, to even set up being yeah. able to make bogey. All of it. I'm just I'm like I just don't understand like how like obviously he's a generational player. The question has been whether he stinks or not. And sometimes <laughs> sometimes he Many stinks. Many people are saying he he answered that question today. Sometimes he stinks like he stunk so badly. I don't understand how somebody can stink that badly on that stretch of holes and then all of a sudden he just like turns into this freaking superhuman killer. He's a uh, he just murders people in cold blood. Is the whole thing. I mean, I, well, I mean like really that shot on 14 should have gone in. That, that was, was my, a hole in one. That what? was my biggest takeaway from today was that if you think about like if you just look at his resume, you look at his game, you look at whatever, he's won now you look at like the first time he or the only time I guess he won at Augusta, you know, he wins with his A game. He just boat races everybody. You look at how he won at uh, Chambers, he wins with kind of his medium game. You look at how he won today, he wins with his worst game. You look at like no, but, he, oh, he I think out. that was the weird thing. He had like his D game on the front and he had yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And it's then like, he like flipped it to like his A plus game the last so, Three. so, but even so, more than that, like he wins, he wins in Australia, and he wins oh, at the yeah. John Deere, and he wins in Connecticut, and he wins at Pebble, and like it literally doesn't matter. He just wins. He's a five tool player. Yes. So think about Matt Kuchar. He 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 gets a one shot lead on the on the thirteenth hole, and he says, you know, like you tell him, hey, you're going to play the next four two under, and you're going to go to the eighteenth tee. Two, two back. Down. Like, not like with the slimmest of margins of hope to win the tournament after playing four of the you know four of the last five holes of a major championship two under, and you have a one shot lead. I know we're Kucher heavy already here, and I'm sure we're going to talk at length about Spieth. But it was jarring to see Kucher after the round because he is always so happy go lucky and aw shucks and he was like, like I'm kind of shook right now. He yeah. was shook afterwards yeah. and like rightfully so of course because I mean like we can get into this but I mean that I feel bad saying it but I mean that felt like his chance. Like that it was then or or never. I well the like. weather I I think the weather really cocked him. Yeah. I think yeah. so too. I mean well that's what Tron and I were talking about earlier. Is like, you know, if he was going to come out and win today, it was like, it wasn't going to be like knocking down flag sticks and, and just overpowering, you know, Spieth. It was going to be obviously like, kind of like when he wins, it it's typically feels like a kind of a survival test and kind of like, you know, just letting a lot of other people beat themselves. I mean, what was the last time he won? He got crowned by the flag stick <laughs> at Harbor Town, right? It's true. Yeah. I- you know, I was looking at his... Uh, Harbertown's a different course, though. His majors recently. I mean, guy's kind of... He's he's in it a lot. It, it's not surprising, given... A lot more than he was, say, three years ago. Like, he's really... I think he's really put the onus on... And and you look yeah. at um, Stenson and, and Garcia winning late. I mean, Phil didn't really win majors until late. I think he's still got hope. I mean, he's... It looks like he's learning how to play... The open, which could be actually his best shot because of how well rounded he is. He yeah. hits it pretty low. He's he's a controlled player. And then he's I can always, see him winning I can see him winning a Masters too. Exactly. He's always getting beat up. Yeah, I in, guess so. In, like in the wind today though. Like yeah. the, 
the more the wind came out, the more his ball was getting beat up, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also felt like he uh, – I don't know if it's just it, – like, is he too nice? Here's the other thing. U.S. Open, he's made the cut since 2010 every single year, and he's got he's got five top 15s. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, like, it's all about kind of looking at... I feel like the recent U.S. Open venues haven't really been great for him. It's, yeah. It seems like he's going to succeed more at, like, one of the more, like, quote-unquote traditional... Well, the recent U.S. Open venues or one of those so, places, I guess. Like, bizarre. Yeah, that's what I mean. For lack of better words. Just totally. For everybody, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, it hasn't really... It's been kind of a crapshoot. Whereas, you know, moving forward here for the next few years, it's going to be much more of a kind of a murderer's row. Yeah. So over over under a half a major on Kuchar for the rest of his career. He's what, 39? Yeah. 39 is up there, man. I mean, it's like... He's in pretty good shape, though. I'm still going to – I really like him, and I was rooting hard for him today, and I would love to see him do it, but I'm going to take the under, I think. I'm going to go over. I'm going to say he's, he's going to win a major. I think this is – I think this only edified his his resolve. I just – I mean, the, the thing I always come back to with these, and it's so easy, and we do it every every major Sunday, is you get wrapped up in whoever just had recent form and, like – it's just so like it's what I was talking about with Tiger too. Or it's like whenever anybody says like, "Oh, Tiger might win a major," you go back to like, "Okay, cool." On that week, he's gonna have to beat Ricky, Dustin, Jordan, Rory, Jason Day, all these guys like on the same week. And like, it's just I don't know. It, it, it just feels easier to bet on any of those guys at any given major than. I just felt I don't know. There was something last week, like Kuchar playing the Scottish. He had a he had a. He had an interview. That's true. That's a low key. And just talking about good, how, good point. you know, like how he's kind of like, I feel like he's really starting to emphasize that in his career, like mm-hmm. where, and actually Brandel had a good point today. He was like, you know, like Kuchar, he's got a ton of, ton of top 10 or top 20 finishes in majors and made a shitload of money because of those. Like that was, that was for the money. Mm-hmm. Now he wants to leave his mark. He wants to, you know, like I, th- I think that's that's what's missing from his career. That's, that's probably why he was so crushed today, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that was like to me I, that made me so angry when Golf Channel was doing the live front thing, yeah. and they cut away. They, like I was, I was waiting for his for his press conference because that's ten times more interesting than the winner's press conference to me always, whether it's the World Series, the NBA Finals, or whatever. And then like maybe two questions get asked, and they cut away from it. Yeah. Like he was legitimately like you could tell, you could tell how much this affected him. Um, you know, so I'm curious to read the transcript. Hopefully, the the uh, RNA or the Open puts it up on their website. I like that Spieth, Spieth had a historic performance today, and we spent 95 percent of this already talking about Kuchar. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, every other podcast would be like speed, 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 speed. You know, you know. I, uh, people yeah. come here to talk about the losers. What I what I need is I need Kuchar to start mowing some wins down, start knocking them down. Like Sergio kind of had a drought, 
And he, but then before this this uh, Masters, he won I think maybe twice in the in the calendar year. You won the Byron Nelson and then the uh, the Cotter. Right? Yeah, you know, uh, remember uh, remember forty year old virgin when the one guy is giving <laughs> the guy advice. He's like, you know, man, you gotta just start okay. mowing some mowing some wood rats down. <laughs> Kucher needs to start like he needs to go out and win like the RBC next week. Just just mow it down. Yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna say. That would, like, that would be on brand. It would be. And that's where I could see him, like, having that kind of resurgence in his career where he does, like, I mean, he's just, his game's obviously in a great spot. He, like, is so comfortable in his own skin and everything that, like, I could see him winning a lot of those. But, like, it just seems, I don't know, it just seems like his game, for a lot of the reasons you guys already mentioned, it's, like, it's so course dependent on, like, whether he's going to play well. And it just seems like a lot of these courses are going to be tough for him. But the flip side of that, too, though, is that... His his strengths. He's not gonna like. He's not dependent upon distance. He's not dependent upon overpowering a golf course. Like yeah. his his swing, his ball flight, his his irons. Like those aren't gonna. They're not spectacular, but they're also like he's not relying upon those to really yeah. make the noise. He's got he's got the all around game. I think that favors him yeah. for another few years to play well. Really, no weakness outside of like he doesn't hit it far, but he hits it plenty far enough. I think mm-hmm. he's not short. Um, uh, I mean, it it did bother me that he he missed the fairway on seventeen. That was the one shot I think. If you yeah, could ask him, totally. even even over those putts <clears throat> earlier in the day, like I don't know, just missing that fairway on seventeen. I feel like that was. I'll tell you. How the, about the hybrid he hit? Out of the, oh god, so good! That was crazy to me that he pulled yeah. a hybrid there. The other big one was not burying that birdie on thirteen. I mean, he just missed yeah, that. Exactly. If he if he knocks that and it it takes a little bit of that that wind out of Jordan's uh, sails. I mean, he feels like he like got away with murder, only losing one shot to Kucher there. Well, that's tough too. Where where I feel like he hit really good. I, I feel like the putts that didn't go in for him today were like high side like he he hit really good putts they just didn't fall like other than like you know instead of misreading it or whatnot like i I feel like he struck really good putts. that's the other the other thing i don't mean to keep like banging on this guy i mean he'd like just had a career performance this week but that's the other thing that like keeps me from thinking that it's going to be a breakthrough is like with very 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 rare one-off exceptions like if you just do any reading, I, I think Posnanski or someone wrote a really good piece about this a couple of years ago about how like there's no way to explain it other than just by saying like when you get older, like putting just goes away and like you just can't like yeah. there's no reason for it. There's no I mean maybe it's your eyes, maybe it's your whatever and your nerves, like whatever it is, but like basically without exception, like it, it just goes away. And like you look at Phil, you look at like. A lot of these guys, and that's where it, it's just – it feels like – I mean, look at your boy Westy. Uh, it's another one, but it's like – Yeah, but he never had it the first place. <laughs> that's true. But, like, you get to this point where, like, even Kucher, I mean, remember a couple years ago when he led the money list and he led, like, a bunch of other stuff? I mean, he was making everything. And, like, obviously it ebbs and flows and whatever, but, like, it just seems to me like another one that, you know – it's just not gonna. It's not gonna keep getting better for him. It doesn't feel like, and you can 
catch lightning in a bottle in a week or whatever. But to be clear, I don't think we're predicting a, a breakout. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah, so it could point. be a one week thing. Yeah, I mean, I'll in, take in, in my mind, he's got he's got at least he's got twenty major twenty good shots at majors left in him. Mm-hmm. You know. Hey. Hey, when the PGA Tour eventually makes the players a major, he'll be a major winner. There you go. <laughs> also, um, Spieth, Spieth is just going to win all the majors going forward. Yeah, I, this is this is a. He's got three. He's going yeah. all of a sudden. Got, it feels like he has six. By the way, he's got five. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, that comment that Rory made about how you know, hey, Spieth's got two. He's got to win two to get to me. Exactly. I was thinking about that too. And all of a sudden, Spieth here at 23. You can get to him in two weeks here. At 23 years old, he's got three legs down. How old is, how, how old is the McRib? He's like 28. 28. Something like that? Like, did the McRib, like, miss his prime? <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite takes. I, I, I think that's the scary thing is, like, it's only going to get better. That's the thing that. There's only more and more young talent. We saw another college kid, an amateur, 20-year-old Sam Burns, finish top 10 this week at the Barbasol. Like, it's just, it's only going to get better. How about Canadian so, Spencer Levine? Yeah, that kid had some Austin Connolly. Huh? Yeah, I, I really like that kid. That was awesome. Um, So, going back to – so, all right. So, you got – Spieth's won five majors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's won the British. I was surprised US he Open. skipped the John Deere. To it's disgusting. The yeah, that he skipped the John Deere. It could have been his sixth major today. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> um, so and he could have beat Bryce. I mean, you think he wouldn't have enjoyed beating Bryson last week? Uh, well, what, what better way to prepare for? A, I'll tell for, for the British Open. I'll tell you what. I think this is a uh, this is kind of a uh, redemption for him because he would have won at St. Andrews had it not been for winning his his then third major or That's fourth true. major yeah. at, at the John Deere. He was right. tired. Like, I mean, he, he prepped right for this one and didn't play the deer and wins. I, it's, it's really interesting, just him in general. I, I mean... I mean, he's the... Every, like, it's getting to the point where... Like, I don't think he's... He doesn't say all that much interesting stuff. I mean, he's obviously very measured and, but I mean, I think he's pretty honest about what he says, but he's, he's still measured. He but, seems like he's a self-aware dude on the planet. Yeah. But every other circumstance around him just has like, turns out to be fascinating in some way. Like just everything else that's going on is always, always interesting. Like the thing at 13 today was like, what an interesting way to make bogey. Novolo <laughs> had a great take on live from where he was like, he's basically like, how good is Navalo? Oh, so good. Oh, gosh. He should be like he should be the one in the booth with like Nance on yeah, CBS. Like there's no reason. Like um so he was like, yeah, Greller and Speed were kind of they were like sailing into the eye of the storm and like Go on. And they just like they like steadied the ship and made it through like just but it, they had that that RNA rules official on too, where he was like walking yeah. through all the stuff that went into that ruling, like first you know and breaking it down into phases, like first taking that you know taking unplayable, then you know back on the line of sight, and then kind of swooping around and, and getting out of the equipment truck stuff. And it's like 
just the thought process there and thinking through all that and staying in the moment and then not like getting in your and then, like, head about trying to find it like so, figuring out a number and figuring yeah. out the line and like knowing, and knowing that, that you're taking forever yeah, and, exactly. and, and like, like he not, hit the shot and then yeah. sprinted back to the fairway because yeah. he was so, so like cognizant of what was going on so I, it's <clears throat> kind of crazy i think he got so the the time didn't affect kuchar it, he played great golf right after he played great golf. I mean, it, going, it did. It did. I, I, I don't think you can say that it didn't affect Kucher. Like, so, Kucher had. Here's my point. He had momentum, though. I think. Here, it, I think it's affecting it, him. It, yeah, it go gave ahead. it gave Spieth twenty minutes to clear his head. Just like, yeah. Like his when things go wrong on the golf course, like your heartbeat gets up, and your mind starts to race. And what he That's got, what I was thinking about those putts early. Yeah. Like, imagine being inside his head at that time. Like, everything he's thinking about is like, yeah. we're choking this away. Oh my God. Everybody expects again. me to win. But I'm going to choke. Had, like, so he hadn't. Made, I would be the worst professional golfer in the world. He hadn't made a putt before that. Yeah. And then he makes the. He, get, he gets the, Well, yeah. he gets the time to settle down and just reprieve. I, this is not. I played a, a state am qualifier last year, and I I was five over par through twelve holes, and I was like in disarray. We had a twenty five minute thunderstorm roll through, and I played four or five under in the house to come in like third place. But like I got twenty minutes just to sit down and chill out, and like I went back out and I was a completely different golfer. So I kind of think. Spieth got 20 minutes where he got to just get out of the situation he was in, re you know reconfigure himself and and get back. And I mean, it's it's crazy that that. I mean, <laughs> so I, the another disappointment that I had with the media today, besides NBC going to commercial break right in the middle of oh, that whole thing, which that was, was very just sad, unconscionable. Um, NBC did such a good job the rest of the week. Yeah, though. yeah they did. Almost a bogey for and then, and then Johnny, like Johnny, saying that speech should have gone back to the tee. It's like that really doesn't make sense. Like if he can, <laughs> yeah, if he can hit it from there. Like, yeah, that was a bad take. Man, like just get it up there somewhere close, and then you're chipping instead yeah. of having to, you know, like play the entire hole over again. Um, but uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Some problem with the media. The media. Oh, nobody found the dude that he clanked it off his head. Yeah, I was thinking about that he too. He dumbed the hell out of that dude, and like, and it just didn't, you know, like that was just not even part of the story. Like that guy played a crucial role in major championship. In major history. championship history. Yeah. He uh, did he get like, like at like, least an autographed glove? Did like he get if, anything? If Speed doesn't Probably nothing. If Speed doesn't <laughs> blow that dude's dome up, like. <laughs> None of this happens to Kucher. We are talking about Kucher being well, maybe not because it probably would have landed in like the dunes, and then he would have just wedged out, and he would have made bogey probably, anyways. Yeah, but, but like he, he wouldn't have gotten the guy's that twenty dome minutes. Way... Oh, true. Yeah, you true. Know? Yeah. So that guy's dome is like <laughs> that. Like Spieth should make it right with that guy. Square that up, or or a girl. I don't know who it was, but you know. I think it was a guy. <laughs> Do you think he deserved like a hundred thousand dollars? What do you think? That's high. Like a, I think that's high. No, no, no. 20, I know. I maybe think, twenty. 
No, I just think he needs to acknowledge like the the fact that this guy aided in his victory, like a substantial. Well, per- well, if you had to put a percentage on it, I'd probably say like forty <laughs> percent. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm, no, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> like Smith got there, but like this is what pushed him over the this is what pushed him over the hump, you know. So, so who's the, who's the who's golf's superstar? Is it Smith or Rory? Rory's uh, been the incumbent for so long. I think it's Hao Tong Lee. Hao Tong Lee. Um, and there's two billion people in China. Like he, he, he could be. Yeah, I don't think it's Hao Tong Lee he, quite yet. He could be a major superstar, and I'm like, we don't even know it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> we'll say uh, we'll say America, America, America's superstar, America the and the British. The West, yeah, the West. Yeah. West. yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. I think one more. I think Spieth. I think Spieth. Honestly, like, I think he wins at Quail Hollow, and I think it's Spieth. Like, I think they're I think they're neck and neck right now. Is that a cop out? Hmm. I mean, I think you got to give a little bit of credit to Spieth for being four or five years younger than. than oh no, I'm I'm Nick. way more in on Spieth, but I think your question's kind of like the overall zeitgeist, right? Oh, well, so I, I think we we need to go back. Are these two separating themselves completely from the pack? Yeah. Man, oh, who? I guess. Who else? I, mean, I thought, but like that's the Dustin thing. Has like one it can major. all change so fast. I know. Well, so but it, like it that, felt like Dustin. That's was the that thing. Guy, like for all the like, same reasons that everybody's like, oh, Rory loves Quail Hollow. Like, what's to say that like that doesn't favor DJ just as much, Brooks. if so, not more? Yeah, or Brooks. Yeah. Here's my thing with DJ. DJ's 33 and he's got one major. Spieth's 23 and he's got three. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, but but just like in general, like. Is the gap between Spieth and Rory bigger than right? Like the gap between the rest of those guys and and, and then everybody else. So you know? I I wrote an article comparing uh, I compared kind of Rory and his, who he is. Like he's got Tiger's kind of like he's got his ability to just overpower and just make golf look so easy. You know, Spieth doesn't make golf look easy necessarily, um, but but he does have he has like Tiger's kind of knack for getting it done. But so I compared Tiger to Jordan, Michael Jordan, and I compared Rory to Dominique Wilkins. Dominique Wilkins seemingly had all the same tools as as Jordan, but you know, just he wasn't the guy that would just win no matter what with whatever game he had. Um, are you saying I, that Rory's going to get fat later in his career again? Too? I, I don't think. I like, don't know like how long he'll play. But I kind of yeah. think could Spieth be like LeBron James, like this era's guy? He might not get to fourteen majors, but he might Man, get to nine that's or a ten. Good, that's good. I like that. I'm in on that. I could. I'll let me know where to sign up on that he, take. He does things a little differently than Tiger, but he's a. Also going bald. He's a dominant player. Yes. That's another good parallel. Yeah, how about the hair plugs? I mean, they're just... I, I don't think he's going bald anymore. Maybe he's just less stressed. And the fact that it was just for men sponsoring the graphic on the 18th hole. 
should have been Rogaine or like Propecia or something. <laughs> Very, just the dishonest male yeah. hair product game. Um, I mean, so he, I think we learned something from Rory this week, though, right? He battled, yeah. We've been banging on him for not battling back, and he definitely did. I mean, I, I can't help but notice that, like, every time he kind of, like, would get close to the lead or get back to, you know, being relevant, he'd snipe one left or he'd miss a putt or he'd do a lot of the things we've been talking about. Um, uh, you know, he, he makes a lot, he makes a shitload of birdies when he's eight back kind so, of a thing. So Spieth played uh, 12 holes, four over today. Rory played his first five, four over. So it's like we saw the worst of Spieth playing yeah. 12 holes. Like it's a it's stretched out so much longer than when Rory Rory plays, you know, five or yeah, true. Six, it gets six going holes, sideways six, really fast. Well, Rory's, Rory's, Rory's um, you know, like variance is yeah. so much greater than Spieth's. Mm-hmm. Just because yeah. of the way the way that his game is built and everything like that, but I mean um, the way I, don't know, I just I, I you know Rory coming out and wearing the yellow jersey today just didn't sit, <laughs> didn't sit well with me. The Maya one, that was gross. It's, uh, so let me ask you: It was Rory's yellow. Who who had the worst look all week? Because there were a lot uh, of Patrick Fitzpatrick on Thursday. Yeah, that, that was, was that was. I don't think his career will ever recover from that. <laughs> it, was, it was like. It was like maroon pants and like a black shirt or something. Yeah, it's not, I, I kind of tried to walk out Oof, of my head. Not good. Pride, pride of Northwestern. Yeah, big Chicago's Big Ten team. <laughs> uh, it was not good. That was not good. Uh, I was way out. Uh, I know that the people are kind of split, but it was way, way out on uh, Jason Day's Thursday look. The Jason Day the is essentially the, what the Open called women's shoes. Which was a little dicey. <laughs> Jason Day is essentially like Russell Henley, but if Russell Henley got hot for like nine months, like otherwise their careers are like identical. Somebody had that take on Twitter the other day, and I thought that was really true. Like Jason Day is just Russell another Henley's guy. Awesome. So, so, oh yeah, I, I, I don't mean that in any way. I was I was just going back to the Nike thing. So um, we're just gonna ignore like the the six years Jason Day before the before the hot run where he was like. Yeah, I mean, he was super good. Yeah. He finished, like, second in every major. <laughs> yeah, where everybody was like, this guy's... He didn't win much, though. Yeah, he didn't win a ton, but this guy's the, the guy that should win more majors than he, he does. That's how I feel about Russell Henley. <laughs> when he got... He got he Russell got, Henley's going to bag... He's going to bag a Masters at some point. I think so, too. Russell Henley uh, kind of got blown out to see this afternoon, this uh, this weekend. Who, uh, who'd you think? Who, who had the worst look? Oh, I, Stenson's shirt today was really bad. That was bad. It looked like that. Though, it looked right? like that thing you know when you wear like like cotton golf shirts, and that like the sweat stains haven't started yet, but like they've just started to like spot. It's almost like someone sprayed you with like a mister kind of thing. That's legit what I thought would happen. I was like, oh my god, how hot is it in England right now? This is so weird. He does deserve like maybe a pass because of everything getting stolen. Literally his all his clothes got stolen. (laughs) So so, like who knows whose shirt that even was. I I hated uh I hated Love Mark's blade collar 
with the vest that was like a Kevlar oh, vest. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> oh. I mean, that, that was, he looked so, like a SWAT team member. Here's a question. Speed, real quick before there was we a move lot, there, fashion. There was a lot of Kevlar. But Spieth's Kevlar looked this, awesome yeah, on yeah. Thursday. There was, that some, was the, there was some good Kevlar. I think that, that was the look of the week. I think that was I, I more of Corey's a poopy Kevlar vest. Too. Yeah, it was a little more Marty McFly than yeah. Kevlar. Yeah. All right, so here, here's my question about the blade collars. How has, like, a knife company not, like, now that Nike is allowing other sponsorships on their shirts, like, how is, like, Cutco Knives or Shun or, um, I don't know, like, one of the other. Cuisinart. Yeah. Cuisinart? Yeah. Sure. Henkel Knives. Like, how, how have none of them jumped on board with one Shout of these Shout out Henkel Knives. <laughs> Future sponsor of the pod. And, like, you know, or, like, you know, or like that. That company that was that was sponsoring Bubba like when he was putting with the samurai sword putter. <laughs> it seems like a natural synergy, right? You know what my favorite uh, my favorite it like promos on Golf Channel commercials on Golf Channel are the the PGA Tour uh, presidents. No, the one uh, where Brandel with Brandel McCord doing that weird samurai thing. I forget what it's called. Someone will, someone will remember what it's called and tweet about it. Well, sure, but... While you brought up the uh, PGA Tour President's Cup commercial, I'm going to just throw this out there that Imagine Dragons is this generation's Nickelback. Who, uh, who's the golfer? And Imagine it... Dragons is which golfer? Ricky. No, uh, oh, Ricky loves Imagine Dragons, though. <laughs> he does. No, no like, Patrick Reed loves Imagine Dragons. No, but Ricky does. Oh, yeah. Too. Patrick Reed loves. Yeah. yeah. I, I think mean, Patrick Reed is the Imagine Dragons of golfers. So, who, who what performance? Shout out, like, undeniably shout successful, but, you know, not everybody's what, cup of tea. What performance impressed you the most and disappointed you the most this week or weekend? Um,. I'm going to say someone other than Spieth, but like the way Spieth played in the first two rounds blew me away. Like it, it was probably super boring to watch if you're not like a rabid golf nut. But so it like, was like when he played the first two rounds at Augusta. It was. It, it was just like, every hole was like, like the way he hit his irons was just so awesome. It was like every hole he's just between 12 and 18 feet in the fat part of the green with like a great look on every hole and he made, you know, a third of them or whatever. And he just like was never in trouble. Um, I think that was Saturday that he, he really like really did that. Um, but other than outside of that, I probably Kuchar. I mean, like that was awesome. It, it was cool to like, so it was cool. It was so cool to see, you know, like we are obviously as guilty or probably more guilty of this as anyone. But like when you kind of, overanalyze everything going into the week and you look at the course and you're like, this should fit this person because of this, blah, blah, blah. Like the players have to think about that too. And they have to look at, you know, they have to circle things on their schedule and say like, Oh, this is a place where I should play really well. So Andy, like I know you literally said this in our last pod. It was like the two guys you're looking at are Spieth and Kuchar because like this course fits them so well. And like for somebody to like step up and actually execute when, you know, when it's kind of laid out for them like that, like, is always super impressive, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go with a non-golfer. <laughs> I'm going to go with acceptable. Bones. Oh. Was, Bones was great. He's so good. Yeah, just really pleased with the way that he 
performed. And his two picks, Spieth and Leishman, both in the top five. Or top six, I think. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm going to say disappointment. Andy, you can Venmo me for the Leishman thing. Just whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll send that. Leishman's got to be, I think he's like guaranteed to get to Eastlake now. That was the goal to, at the beginning of the season. So Awesome. Um, biggest disappointment for me, and this is kind of going to be you know, a little bit uh, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, I guess, but Paul Casey, guy shot 66, 77, 67, 67. <laughs> Played his ass off. Yeah. But, like, he just – I feel like that's happened in a few majors now where, you know, he probably got the rough end of the draw on Friday too, but where you just can't – you know, you got to keep it between the mayonnaise and the mustard because he played so freaking well otherwise. Yeah. I'm going to go – That's a 72. My, he's right there. Yeah. My biggest disappointment um, – the, the performance I was disappointed in the most is, again, also going to be a non-golfer. Uh, it's going to be the weather. Uh, I was expecting, like... That was a disgrace. You get up at 3 a.m. to watch dudes just yeah. get vaporized, and that never really happened. Uh, so that was a bummer. No, nothing anybody can do about it, but that was the biggest disappointment for me, which I guess means it's probably a pretty good week. And and, and then one other disappointment for me was when Spieth just acted like an, he. he bounces it through the rough on number one today and it's just incredulous that, tried to bounce it through the rough yeah or that, that incredulous that it didn't come back out in the fairway like to me that was the biggest disappointment for me was the fact that a you could even have that expectation like i felt like they could have grown the rough up there was no penalty for missing the fairway in in a lot of spots where if you were five ten yards off the fairway like it really wasn't a, wasn't a big penalty at all mm-hmm. it was flat in certain spots and just i felt like the rough was longer when we played there in, yeah there were in march it seemed like a ton of guys who were missing missing fairways and then just you know hitting it to 15 feet like yeah it, it, just hitting it out of that kind of like clumpy wispy stuff like it, it seems was, like the ball always settles in a pretty good spot and it just doesn't really grab you too bad you know what it was what they had proper amount of with angles with, with. yeah yeah no, I, I, I'm arguing that they had too much width. Oh, man. It's, a, it's the wrong pod to be arguing that on. <laughs> I'll uh, tell, so, what about you? Most impressive, least impressive? So most impressive, obviously, Spieth and, and Kutra. I mean, I'll go off the, uh, off the rails here a little bit. I'm going to go with my boy, Xander. Yeah, Shot for real. Give it to me. I mean, yeah. first, first open, first U.S. Open earlier. I mean, this guy's got a win. And he's got a top five at the U.S. Open, another top 20 at a major. Uh, really impressive rookie. It just, it's, uh, so I, uh, I'm, I'm in on the, the Xander train for rookie of the year, even though it, I guess it's whoever finishes highest in the FedEx Cup, which is, which is kind of bogus. Dishonest, yeah. Yeah, it's, he should have it locked up now just strictly based off of major performances since that's really what we judge golfers on. Um, and then, uh, biggest disappointment, Ian Poulter. Yeah. That's where did he finish? Yeah. 14th. But, you know, I just, I, I wanted him around. I, I wanted him fist pumping. I wanted, I want some, I, you know, really, I wanted a, a European foil to the Kucher and, and Spieth show. A little disappointed in the weekend, uh, Kepka put together too. 
you really can't call Poulter a disappointment, though. I mean, it's not like he folded one day. 67, 70, 71, 70. Like, he was, the weekend he was pretty was, steady. 71, I mean, 70 was like five over on the weekend, this weekend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. I, I think uh, we got to talk about uh, Brandon Grace of 62. Can Johnny. we talk about Rom real quick? Yeah. All right. So I like nobody is. I seem to be in the dark on this. Like people are just keeping this from me. What did he do on on Saturday? Did he have a total meltdown? Like was he breaking clubs over his knees? I think or? he had a fist fight with Kevin Knott. Really? But they just, they just totally scrapped. <laughs> yeah, very unconfirmed. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I know that he he was running hot and broke a club. Is all I know. He's a psychopath. I love it. <laughs> it seems like he just gets psychotic about putts. Like when putts don't go in, he just it just he's like a volcano. Well, so here's my thing with that rules violation. Like why why is he doing landscaping work in general? If yeah, you know, like like apart from his ball, like that just. Well, I think didn't he? If I I. Probably misremembering, but didn't he? Wasn't he in a bunker? Wasn't it the whole like leaving it in a bunker and like moving sand? Like no, that was different. That no, was different it was like story. a he like uprooted a piece of grass or something, uh, and then it was later later determined it didn't affect his lie. So I'm right, guessing whatever. he was he like, was a million shots back. Who cares? Yeah, but Brandon oh, Grace, Johnny goes down. Lowest round in in major championship history. I uh, I'm out on that. I I'm, I'm in on. It. I mean, you know, it's it is it is what it is. To quote the cat. But it's a great uh, round. I'm not gonna totally. Yeah. I I would be lying if I said I wasn't really disappointed for Johnny. I love Johnny, and I love like that. That was his thing. Yeah, I mean, it still kind of is his thing. Yeah, like, yeah, Johnny did it in the final round of the U.S. Open at Oakmont. Right. I mean, I, Andy, I know you've been harping on this all week, but like, how many dudes broke par that day? I think it was forty-five of seventy-seven. On and the day Grace. No, no, no. I, on the day I'm, that Johnny uh, did it. Oh, four. Four guys broke par. Johnny Miller shoots sixty-three in the final round and wins. Forty-four. Like, Forty-four guys broke par on Saturday. <laughs> disgusting and it was a par 70 yeah it's uh i, I mean know. Grace, so the fact that grace didn't know that was that's yeah. kind of sweet to me i like that <laughs> maddie <laughs> was telling me earlier this week he was like he was like dude grace is a guy to watch out for this week in his, in his little australian accent like, maddie is nobody knows who maddie is uh, Matt, uh leishman's caddy <laughs> he's my neighbor <laughs> he was like he was like yeah man gracie he's just that guy He's fearless. He's fearless. He doesn't give a shit. He just doesn't. He doesn't care at all. He just not even about records. Yeah, evidently not. He he called that one. Um, I mean, I, I think what's getting lost in the shuffle here is, is Ken Duke sixty five though. That's that's what everything should be judged against, like for the rest of golf history, until that's, somebody bests that round. I sent a tweet last night, and people are attacking me about you know I'm doing it for Johnny, but. In reality, like the round, it was, it was, it's the low, the problem is the record, it's the lowest score in major championship history, but it gets interpreted as the greatest round. Right. 
Yeah, those are two very different things. And it and it's so different. Like I'm fine yeah. with it being the lowest round, but what people will always associate it with is like the lowest, so it's the greatest round. So here's the question: Is it does it mean less now? Like if a guy, let's say a guy shoots 62 at Quail Hollow, or let's say a guy shoots 62 in the U.S. Open. Not it's not going to happen at Shinnecock, but like you know, in the coming years, is that totally cheapened and totally lessened i think it's just lost its mystique because it, i mean if it goes that's another... the thing I, I, yeah i feel like the bubble kind of burst and it like it, it'll be just as cool if somebody else does it but it's like the sheen is kind of worn off of it now johnny johnny and his constant reminders made that record what it was for sure exactly yeah it feels like we lost something this yeah. week I, I... <laughs> It is. It is kind of sad. I. I. You know, it's. I. I'm gonna miss the. Well. I don't the, think it's going any, anywhere. Like I, I think he's still gonna. Like it's not gonna take any sheen off of it for Johnny. I, I think Johnny is totally unaffected by this. And to be fair, I know we were talking about this on the text, uh, but Johnny was very cool about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Like, was like everybody sets him up to be the curmudgeon who's like, yeah. Come on, hey, say something so we can. Get all fired up about how yeah. about how yeah. crusty you are, yeah. but like he was cool about it. He, he all he said was it was set up really easy, and it's like which it was. Yes, yeah. it's a fact. Yeah, Scott Hand shot sixty five, and uh, <laughs> this other guy Norris. What is his first name? Um, Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> you know when Scott Hand and, and uh, Scott Hand and Chuck Norris here out there shooting sixty five. Chuck Norris shoot sixty five with you. It kind and of then, cheapens the 62. And then Hao Tong Lee starts bucking his head the next day. Yeah, how about that today? That I will I say, liked him. He's a charismatic he fellow. He totally is. Yeah. I, yeah, I like Hao Tong a lot. He's won five times. Granted, four of them are Asian tour wins, but yeah. he's only 21. I think, I think they're coming, man. They're coming. You guys see Wu? It's big woo-woo. The big woo woo. No, just the like the the Chinese. Didn't they you know ban I... golf? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they just like crack down on it? Like it's banned so. in the country, and so. they just yeah, but down man, it. they got they, they they got numbers, man. The volume scores. Yeah. It's, uh... Um... <laughs> you know what I love about the big woo woo? By the way, by the I. I understand that he's not from China. I, I don't know who brought him up, but uh, it, that dude is just feast or famine. I love it. He is like in the mix, or he's just miles away. He's he's like uh, turning into the Asian Scott Stallings. You know who's kind. Of, you know who's kind of like is like Phil. Wait, Scott Stallings making a run this this weekend. He, he's hey. the Asian Matt, Matt Every. Yeah, he might be. I'm thinking he's more like Phil. Old Phil, where he doesn't care about contending. All he cares about is winning. I miss the old Phil. Now Phil's post-winning. <laughs> Can we talk about Phil? Please, always. Uh, I mean... Can we just talk about his choice to not put a driver in the bag? <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. So he's, he's playing, what, an 11 or 12 degree, like, two uh, pulse wood then? A, or hot, two a hot, hot three wood. Hot three wood. <laughs> The block is hot. I think it may have been the Frankenwood. The Frank that was the Frankenwood. 
You should have this dialed in. You're in with Big Callaway. And two three irons. A lot of equipment. Guy. <laughs> That's, That's why I'm in with Big Callaway. I just trust their stuff implicitly. Yeah. He, he carried two three irons. It did not go well. He averaged two sixty eight off the tee the first time. Oh, that was my favorite thing. You should run that run down. Do you remember those stats? That's like ZB territory. I know you mentioned it on the uh, on the SB Nation thing with Big Tour app. Two sixty eight off the tee. Fifty percent of the fairways. <laughs> but like it, it was like uh, who else was in the lead? They were all above two ninety. <laughs> in the first round, I think, or the second round. And then Phil got lost in the sauce. He got he was being outdriven by like Paul Blo- uh, Paul Broadhurst. Um, I mean, everybody shout out. Shout out to Richard Bland, by the way. He was probably the yeah. I mean. He uh, he won low bland <laughs> over Adam Bland. You know, since... did you have that low bland this week? <laughs> I didn't get in on that action. My bookie no, was not even... offering. Yeah, it was odd. It's uh, so yeah. Can we get some overrated, underrated, dude. We got questions. So many. Yeah, we so got many. a lot. We of got those. some great shit, man. Great yeah. shit. I gotta get into them. Hold on a second. I think uh, you know, poor big poor F, uh Wanted, wanted a question straight to you, Tron, just about Cooch. I think we've kind of answered it, but he said, did him losing today sway you? And if so, isn't that why these pros play the game? <laughs> I'm all in. I mean, I was going to be in on him regardless, I think, just because of the way he played. The process was solid. The result was whatever. Um but, but yeah, I mean, he, it was a, I don't believe in moral victories, but I think Kusha was the real winner today. Strong, oh. strong statement. All right. If you can grant a major win next year to any, we're going to take amateur out of this, any pro tour player to qualify, um, who would you choose? Do they have to already be qualified? Or so you can they come any, into like sectionals to we'll, Pick we'll anyone to win any, any tournament. Any pro to win any major next year, who would it be? And this is from Justin Hooch. It's a good question. Um, hands down. I got an easy. Yeah, Monty. Easy. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so much better than mine. Uh, I mean, my like mine's obvious, but Phil at the U.S. Open, like that's. Monty beats Phil at Shinnecock. <laughs> Would watch. <laughs> I'm going with Ernie at the Masters, just so Sweet. so he evens Sweet. his major total with Phil, and there's no debate who the greatest of or second greatest of the generation was. Uh, you'll be so vindicated. Also, shout no, out. No, all right. So throw throw out Phil. That's an obvious one. Okay. Like who? I mean, I'm trying to think who else. Maybe Big Cat. <laughs> Jesus. I, I didn't know we were still talking about Big Cat. Vandeveld at Carnoustie. Wow. They should give him an exemption. They should. It'd be awesome. Especially now that he's on the senior circuit. Um, yeah, I, I mean... That's I would, a great question. Yeah, I think Monty. Monty and Shinnecock. Yeah. It's only right. It's a ball striker's paradise. Monty Is he... How does it work? Does he? Do you have to win this year's U.S. Senior Open to get into the next? Yeah, year? fortunately, no, that's ridiculous. Well, right. he, could, he could go. He, hey, could, lo- he could go to local, local qualifier. Yeah, he probably, gets, he probably sure. gets into sectionals. 
Jay Rigdon wants to know who gets to five majors first, Spieth or Rory? Spieth. Spieth. Oh. <laughs> what do you think? Pe- people, people are fleeing McRib Island. People are Island. selling. It's selling to McRib. Like it's I'm going to go Rory. Yeah? You'd... Actually, shit. R- Rory's Rory, got five, right? Rory Rory's got has four. four. He needs one. Spieth's Spie- Spie- got five, though. <laughs> All right. Majors sands the fifth major. All right. Uh, they should make the travelers. You know what? I'm gonna so. I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse that. I'm gonna go McRib. I'm gonna stay with Speeds. All right. Keith Mitchell. Web Ooh, friend, friend of the pod. Yeah. Um, wants to know. Joe, by the way, Speed is kind of a friend of the pod. Remember when you chirped him at dinner, and you inspired all this good play? I, he was intimidated. Yeah, yeah. and he's really like he's really kind of steadied himself. It's great, great to see. So, so Keith Mitchell wants to know more entertaining watching Tiger dominate with insane fist pumps from Thursday through Sunday, or Spieth's up and down emotions and spastic play. Uh, I would love to say, I would love to take the hipster route and say that Spieth. Is somehow more entertaining, but there's like there's no way. It's Tiger all day. So how many times? Like we had the one master, we had a couple masters that were back and forth with uh, Demarco, and then Len Matisse hanging on the lip. Like he had a he had a couple, but for the most part, like Tiger just like straight up ran away with stuff. Yeah. Where I would say, I think. Tiger was like the big or he's budget, just beating like the hell out of Ernie, yeah. <laughs> and Phil. Yeah. Uh, no, Phil wasn't even was in the had, picture. Had Phil, yeah. Yeah, Phil. Phil just cowered. He yeah. just he was out of the picture. At least Ernie put up a a front. So Tiger was like the he's like the Michael Bay like mid not mid to late nineties action flick like Con Air, The Rock. Face off, just high adrenaline. Yeah, like awesome, so entertaining. But like, did he do it on like kind of just pumped up courses that like were almost built to like almost tailored to favor him even more? Speed in is this a, era versus versus speed versus is almost speed more of a, like that like more of a that, Chris Nolan style. Exactly. That was that was gonna be my poll or like a like maybe a, a David O. Russell. Like a kind of like a low budget, uh, or it wouldn't really go with a Chris Nolan thing, but like a like a lower budget uh, drama. What about what about an M, an M Night Shyamalan where you where you wonder how what just happened happened? I could also, I mean, God forbid, I don't want to see this happen. But if he if he got into a late funk, he could he could really. Mirror M Night Shyamalan's career. I mean, all which started kids. out with a huge bang. Yeah. yeah, he was the biggest thing in the world, and then he just disappeared. Well, so think about it this way: McRib getting kind of M Night Shyamalan. He's been involved in how many majors? He's been involved in. He got vaporized by Bubba. Nobody was beating Bubba that day. Um, he won the U.S. Open, which was freaking awesome. Yeah, so entertaining. The Masters that he won, McRib melted down. And Spieth's wins are more like triumphs of the human spirit, and then like the than Tigers. St. Andrews, yeah. like that was entertaining. Oh, so, yeah, so like, good. Today was awesome. Like I feel like 
bang so, for your buck, yeah. you're getting more out you're of You're getting speed. more emotion for sure. Because Tiger had 14 That's opportunities. Yeah. So maybe it's Tiger. There was no, nobody ever really had a chance against Tiger, but Spieth could be the same way. But it appears that everybody has a chance because of the way he plays. Right. Yeah, like people think he might stink, but he's still going to beat the hell out of you. One guy on this pod thinks he might stink. I'm not closing the door on him. He's a generational player. I've always said that. I think we should talk about the fact that we might be in the post-pop era. Today was a good indicator of that. Berto was totally post-pop. Yeah. Which I kind of respected that, but I thought they could have made it more post-pop if they would have Growing the rough up a little bit more on the sides. We're we're gonna go into a massive pop course at Quail Hollow. All the pop. Yeah. Too much pop in my opinion. Maybe too much pop. Yeah. yeah. It's it's uh what about what about Brooks Kepka? Too He's much got, pop. Too much pop? Where where are we looking at no, with the, God damn, how solid has that guy been? Like he, I mean, his, his average major finish is sixth. This year. Yeah, it's insane. And I imagine he's going to play well at Quail Hollow. Yeah, he's got to be like, I mean, Spieth is, you know, Spieth is rapidly cementing his place as the best player in the world again, but like, Kepka's got to be right there on like the betting favorites at Quail Hollow, I think. He's the BTK killer. It's got to be, it, it's got to be like Spieth, Dustin, and Brooks have all got to be pretty similar, I feel and like. And then McRib's the favorite? No, I, you think, I think Speed is going to be the favorite. I tell you who I like at Quill Hollow. I, th- I think he's had enough time now to kind of Tiger steady himself and get back into the swing of things. Sergio, I was man. Sergio's up there in my disappoint disappointment list yeah. this week. Uh, I'm going to give Sergio. A couple I think more he's. Majors. I guess he's just playing with house money. Yeah, he can kind of do whatever he wants. All right. From Car for the Course, is Kucher becoming American Westy? Oof. No, Westy's such a good ball striker. Kucher's ball striking sucks. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's that specific. I don't think the question is really about like the char- the specific characteristics. I think it's kind of a holistic look. He doesn't have runner-up finishes in majors, though. He's starting to get there, though. He's starting to piece them together. He's starting He's to be that many? guy. One, no? I think... I don't know. If, I guess he had a lot of like top fives. I feel like but a couple. Yeah, but kind of was he stuff. ever really like? I don't think there. Like this was the first time that there was legitimate heartbreak. Yeah. Whereas with Westy, it was like time yeah. after time. After yeah, time. so many short. It, it, there's like a montage of Westy in the hunt, missing <laughs> a five footer to the right. I so mean, if it's not Kucher, who is the American Westwood? Just I, I'm gonna now. I'm gonna make an announcement. Oh no! I'm at the end of the year selling my house on Westwood Island. <laughs> I think that's a smart move. I would, I would honestly, I would try to get out sooner than that. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging you get on. one of these late summer tsunamis. And you're gonna just wipe all your shit out. Global warming is gonna eviscerate. Yeah. Absolutely, Westwood Island. I was so disappointed in him this week. He's got just boat raced by Leishman today. So ah, oh, Leishman. Shit, I mean Leishman. Which should have been right there in the mix, just like Casey. Yeah. He had one, you know, one bad nine, I think. Um, so who is the American West? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. 
<clears throat> I mean, Phil's got some tendencies to be American Westy. He's won, though. It's got to be somebody that hasn't won. He'd be... Uh... Oh, man. Ricky's got some American Westy wow. tendencies. <laughs> the forgotten man. He's quickly becoming the forgotten man. Let's let's talk a little. I don't. You know what? I was disappointed. I don't in revel Ricky in it. This week. I don't Ricky, revel in it. I wish. I, I thought this course set up quite well for Ricky. Um, he loves playing Lynx golf. Obviously, I mean, Quail Hollow sets up well for him too. But mm-hmm. I just Ricky needs to share get off the pot here soon because otherwise it's gonna like the 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 chorus is gonna get really freaking loud as far as just this guy can't get it done. Big Randy's going to start chirping him like crazy. The weird thing, though, is that the more – I don't think it would be – I don't know that it would be like – I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know that the chorus gets loud as much as it just – it's kind of a uh, – It's more true. Or the, world, the world ends with a, you know, <laughs> not with a bang but a whimper kind of thing. I think he just kind of fades into the background. And a lot of the stuff is like – Yeah, but Ricky's got so much self-belief. Like, I, I, you know, yeah. like, I, that's why I'm, I'm – I like Ricky. I'm, I'm shocked that – I'm shocked that he hasn't won one yet, but I, I think it just comes down to the, it's really freaking hard to win a major. What about, I think, what about Steve I, Stricker? I guess he didn't really have any chances. Not, not in majors, really. Anyways. Um, <laughs> all right. You know who could be one? J.B. Holmes. Yeah. Eh, that's a bad take. That guy, he, he literally stinks. <laughs> he does literally stink because he doesn't wear deodorant. Um, here's a good one uh, from uh, Ryan Leach biggest threat to steal the PGA that's like a mediocre American a la Jimmy Walker Keegan Bradley I think I saw this question didn't he mention Bill Haas yeah Yeah, he did mention Bill Haas I don't think Bill Haas is mediocre though no he's really Uh, good I think Bill Haas has won on Formula 1 tracks you know who could win a quail hollow dan berger db yeah Biden could see quail it hollow. Who, who gets a major first d db straight Biden or jt Ooh, that's a good question this could be like a great Man. this i think quail hollow could be a great litmus test yeah for the young up-and-comers um who gets a major first, DB or Patrick Reed? DB. Does Patrick Reed win a major? No. Ooh. I love it. That's I fun. love it. What do you guys think? I'm going to, I mean, I guess I'm, I think I'm with you. I mean, I think... I don't know. He feels like he's right on that, right on the line. I can see he's it going. So neither, neither, neither would surprise me. Yeah, exactly. But based on what we've seen so far, I guess I would say no. But I, I mean, think, he also won it like Doral, which is like feels very major, like uh, like uh, golf course go wise. Take a like, <laughs> no, I mean, it, you know, it, it's. I, I'm saying that he he has won at like big events and firm and fast events and like stuff like that. I, I mean, think at some point he's going to steal a PGA where they set up all the pins on the left side of the green. <laughs> Overrated, underrated pin sheets. That was a good one I saw in there. Oh yeah, it was from Porter. Well, it depends. Um, I guess, I guess I was, I got wrapped up in a debate 
about whether you know a player that hits a uh, big data yeah a left to right ball flight is uh more suited to hit more shots close to right pins you know it was a question but i but uh i think uh pin sheets i there's nothing i dislike more than a tweet about pin sheets without any context whatsoever to the pin sheets (laughs) i feel like the only time it's okay is at augusta where people know a lot of the greens and, and know like a lot of that stuff. I think you're overestimating like just how smart people are. I think Maybe. even like they have the Masters every year at Augusta. People watch the telecast every year, and like I would imagine that seven out of ten people that watch the Masters every year couldn't tell you shit about certain greens there. It's probably nine and a half out of ten people. <laughs> so we're which, just... is, which is a disgrace. Pin sheets for players are underrated, but for viewers, extremely overrated. Yeah, I would agree with that. <clears throat> how, how did you feel about uh, the failed acknowledgement of the fried egg that Cooch had on 18? That, that was disheartening. I, <laughs> I think Tommy Roy, Roy got in their ear and said, we got to keep fried egg off this telecast. Yeah, make you pay for it. Yeah. Next thing you know, I've got a Golf Channel uh, salesperson in my uh, in my inbox saying, "Hey, we'd like to buy know, an ad. We'd like you to buy the rights to the term the fried egg, uh, fried eggs on uh, in bunkers." Can we talk about Data Golf though? I mean, Data Golf is he he or she is totally taking up space in your head, in your brain. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to overrated, underrated here. I think that's the right call. Segment here. Quick, quick subject change. If, <laughs> if you didn't see it, go back and look at the back and forth between Data, data Golf, which I think is Bryson, and, and uh, Andy today. It was epic. Um, so Hydra's sent us a couple overrated, underrated. Let's, let's bang these out. All right. The Open Championship. Underrated. So underrated. All it's right. the best tournament, best golf tournament in the world. I'll roll with that. Kuchar. Underrated. Overrated. <laughs> he's so <laughs> underrated, he's now becoming overrated. No, he's just overrated. I think he's overrated, too. Um, Greller. You Michael asshole. Greller. This guy's such an alpha. Uh, I don't know. Underrated, man. I mean, he's getting dapped up from all directions right now. I get it. But, like, man, you don't see JP doing that shit with Rory. Well, hey, that's JP, the thing. JP stole the show this week. Yeah. He did. Rory F. and McElroy. Yeah. He said, you're Rory F. and McElroy. He turned that ship around. Here's what I'll say about Greller is that, like, I think whether he is the best caddy in the world or not, or the most average caddy in the world is irrelevant. It's psych- psychology. All that, all that matters is like how Spieth looks at him and how Spieth listens to him and all that stuff. And like, yeah, like listening to Spieth afterwards. He and knows like how to take his temperature. Taking out the specifics yeah. of like what Griller said, like the impact that that has is, makes him massively underrated. He's an alpha. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know why you keep saying this. Okay, what else? Uh, we've got shooting, uh, shooting sixty-two. We already talked about that. Overrated. Overrated. Burkdale. 
Underrated. Underrated. Loved it. Yeah. Xbox. The green on 17 was so good. Loved watching shots come into that. Um, and How good was the bunkering at Brookdale? It's great. Not overdone. Oh. No, it's yeah. awesome. Tiny, it's just an eminently fair course. Tiny bunkers that have yeah. tiny maintenance budgets but are properly and built for the, the ball. All the runoffs and yeah. all the little nooks and crannies off those greens. I love that, like, the 50-50 balls that, like, you get them running up by the green and they could either go in or stay out. It like, that's so cool. Um, here's one, here's a good overrated underrated from Andy K bunker cams. Overrated. Uh, I think overrated. I think once you've seen one, you're kind of good. Somebody just like swiping violently. It was cool. I mean, they pointed out a couple times, like just seeing like how open some of the faces are and that kind of stuff. Like was kind of cool, but once you've seen it once, the shade that, the green, the, the bunker cam that, uh, at 17 at Sawgrass is cool. The shade that uh, Rich Lerner and the whole crew threw at JT after he did that, 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 that was underrated. That was awesome. It was like shades of Joe Buck when he... Rich Lerner's Twitter game, overrated, underrated. I don't know if I follow Rich Lerner. Oh, man. He needed to get involved. Judge needed, Reinhold. He needed to get involved. Here, uh... Very literary. Gotta, Rapid fire. Let's go. True man of I got. I got to find one in here. Oh, here it is from Clan. Overrated, underrated golf Twitter. <laughs> Way overrated. So overrated. <laughs> overrated, except for the Fonz. He's <laughs> underrated. I'm gonna go. Way overrated. Way overrated. There's no context whatsoever. No, it's the worst. Everything's the worst. It's just like who can yell the loudest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I still do it. I still, like, am, am deep in it. And... During a major Saturday and Sunday, too. <laughs> yeah, during during a major, it's fun. Like, thir- actually, that's peak. Like, Thursday, Thursday of the Open at, like, 4 a.m. is peak golf Twitter. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Like, good, like the best. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the pretenders are gone. Yeah. You just get loose. Everyone's delirious. That's, <laughs> that's fun. Um, all right. We'll say uh, Andy, you need to be better prepared. It's like you went to the grocery or something and, and met with the band before you got on here. Yeah. And he's, he's prepping for his wedding. Spending Very dishonest. Spending a couple of days in New York. I, I was I was and then watching all the open the last two days I was kinda of tied to doing some things. Um all right, overrated, underrated. Importance of shaping shots both ways on Championship Sunday. Being able to. Underrated. Um, I think underrated. Man, you had a, a very prescient uh, tweet, Andy. I know it started the war with big data, but uh, the whole thing about you know Kucher, Kucher moving it left to right, basically only left to right. Like, I think your your line was like front nine favors Kucher, back nine favors speed based on where these pins are. Um, I guess I'm not really saying, like, I guess that kind of says neither of them really worked it both ways, but, like, I don't, well, I don't know what I'm the, saying. The, the, it, it speed was, works in both ways, though. Yeah. Does. That, it was more more of the sense. It, it, it probably came off the wrong way. It was more saying, like, Kucher better take advantage of the front nine. 
Yeah. Because he only had three opportunities on the back nine where the pins were in advantageous spots for him. So here's the thing. Uh, well, that made could, sense could on you, like one could, of those holes, like where he came up short. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was fifteen. Maybe like I don't know. He 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 had one that maybe came up four or five yards short, and it was like basically he just didn't. But the way the wind was coming, he didn't have a way to get oh, to 17, that I think. Yeah. 17. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, it was like, that was, that for me, it was like, all right. Yeah. Well, eight, physically was, couldn't get to that green. 18 was a perfect example. He went hunting for a left flag, yeah. and, and he pulled it and hit it into yeah. the bunker, or it didn't turn back. Like, you, you know, like, the, you can't, that's, that's the hard thing. You can't press when you can't. Like the beauty of Spieth's game is he can just aim right at the center of every green out there and just move it one way or the other. If it doesn't move, he's right in the middle of the green. He's got twenty feet, you know. And then he right. makes the putt. If it moves, he's he's four feet away and he makes a putt. So for Spieth, that I I mean, that's the underrated thing about what he does so well is he just hits it to centers of greens and limits the risk, and that's where he gets all of his up and downs from. So. Do you guys have any of these you want to go through? Let me fire it up. Hold on. You got it. Producer, yeah. the producer hasn't put them in front of us yet. Yeah. You got one or two more that you want to? Yeah, I'll throw one out here. Um, I saw. Oh, I saw a good one. Uh, overrated, underrated pot bunkers. Underrated. I would, would say way underrated. Way overrated when Robert Trent Jones does them. Ooh. Why is that? They just don't look good. He'll put them in. Like, you have to have the right kind of aesthetics to do them. You can't just plop pot bunkers onto a course in Chicago, and they won't, they aren't going to look good, you know? Yeah. Um, they have to be done right and yeah, in the right setting. They're Overrated, good. underrated driving irons. Underrated after I played. Andy's. I was going to say, there's, Atlanta, this is a bit of it. This one really oh my God. really hits home here. Andy's deep in the driving iron <sighs> game. Tron is very uh, I, lustful of it. That's the that's the one element of my of my bag that's currently missing. That's the only one. Yeah. It's, it's too bad. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got all the other tools in, in the toolbox. It's too bad uh, Big Callaway discontinued their driving iron. That's back, it's back ordered right now. Um, Jack, I need it, baby. I, I need that apex. Uh, I, I, I got one from Will Bardwell. I was just going to say uh, these ones. Overrated, underrated, Rory McIlroy. Overrated. I'm going to say properly rated. I'm going to say misunderstood. <laughs> All right, the idea of moving the PGA Championship to May. To where, so basically, this would have been the last hurrah Glory's last shot, the British Open. Overrated. Because you think it's it, overrated? Because of the venues. So like Oak Hill. I don't like that yeah, I don't like that it that it takes away a lot of the northeast stuff and like or okay. not even takes it away, it just kind of makes it really dicey. Let me tell you why. Because they're gonna move a, a major to Scottsdale, Arizona, which is the most overrated golf there's not a good golf course there. <clears throat> the bad little nine. And generally, there's better golf yeah, courses. Whisper Rock seems like a decent. I don't think they're interested. Yeah. I don't think they're returning to PGA's calls. <laughs> no, no. no. Oh, I, I, I thought we were just talking about Scottsdale in general, not 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 potential major. <laughs> I'm saying for like a major championship, not a good uh, golf course. 
there. The best golf courses for majors are all north. I, so I would love if they move to May and they just get more West Coast courses involved. Literally, like, legit, what was the last PGA that was west of the Mississippi River? Yeah, I don't even know. It's going to be in St. Louis. Sahali? That's what, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Which is what, like, 99? The problem is there aren't... Medina? Oh, Chicago's east of the Mississippi, isn't it? Yeah. What about, what venue out there is a, a good major like Riviera, LACC? Um, I tell you what, I'd love to see. Prairie, Isn't a PGA, Prairie, is it is a PGA going to Harding Park? Yeah, or right, yeah, Harding Park stinks. I love Harding Park. Just a, it's like just a baton death march of long par fours. No, it's short. The, the Pacific yeah. Northwest is just covered with shrubs. <laughs> what? All right. I would like to see a major, or just a just a pro event, not a major, a pro event, even if it was web.com, at Pasatiempo. That'd be cool. It's yeah. like 6,600 yards and just turn the greens up to like a million bajillion. Get Steph Curry out there. Sponsor exemption. People would watch. You know, you narrow the fairways down a little bit. Would watch. I'm in. I'm in. All right, what else we got? Uh, hold back up. Let's see here. All right, I like this American mediocrity take. Who else is in that? In that category, Who's like I, I, I feel like the I feel like the the. Worst case scenario for the PGA would be like Brendan Steele. <laughs> and he drives the ball yeah. really well. He's playing, pretty, playing, He's pretty, playing pretty well. well. Yeah. Harris English. I like Harris English though. Harris English is too big to fail. Oh, is it good one? We haven't even talked about him yet. Overrated, underrated, Grayson Murray. Your winner today at the Barbie. He's underrated. I think he's super underrated. Yeah, he's pretty significant. He's super talent. good. I I was like so in. I watched Grayson play in Columbus last year, and I, you know I didn't talk to him. I watched him play eighteen, and I walked out of there like, oh my god, this guy's unbelievably talented. I was like, this guy's gonna be really good. And then he fired up a Twitter account, and I got so out on him. Um, overrated, underrated. Dan Hicks, play-by-play. So underrated. I love Dan Hicks. All right, so the second part of that question, do we feel that Tirico is being underutilized? I mean, it's hard to say he's underutilized because he's got so much other shit going on. Like, we'll just say just in the, in the Yeah, I mean, like, in a, in a perfect world, like, yeah, he'd do more golf stuff, but, like, I mean, he's doing the World Cup and Wimbledon and Monday Night Football. I mean, he's just so busy. Like, I just don't think he can, like, physically do more stuff. He's so good when he's on. I absolutely loved it. I, the coverage was awesome this week. Oh, it was. So they, good. They showed so much golf. I, yeah. They, there's another one on here, the fly-in commercials. I think they're better for the sponsor. They I are. I think they are, too. I was thinking the same I don't thing. I change the channel. Yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah. 
I wa- I actually like watch and I I catch more of the commercial than just putting my head down and doing something else. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. This was just, a good one. I know this. We was... need to liberate Terry Gannon from Nick Faldo, though. <laughs> Gannon's Terry a Gannon's pro's really, pro. He's so good. He's great. It's not about him. It's just you know, just get him away from Faldo. Just because I know this one uh, speaks to Tron's soul. Uh, you can win one opposite field event as your only PGA Tour victory. Is it Barbasol or Barracuda? Oh, that's a no-brainer. It's yeah, Barracuda. Barracuda. Reno, Tahoe, that's... Shout out to What Killer about... Wait, you could, they forgot Reno's one. Major. They forgot one. Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico's good, too. Yeah, but Puerto Rico, you you win that, you got to worry about your, your winner's check getting... <laughs> Getting like nationalized or getting uh, getting repatriated. Basically, what do they call it? Getting garnished by those uh, you know private equity firms that basically bought up all the debt, bought up all of Puerto Rico's debt in bonds. It's a bond crisis down there. <laughs> so I, I'm not, you know what? Like, I'm I, not trying to get involved with any of that. Yeah, I'll ask Chesson about this because he's. He's a he's a past Puerto Rico champ, right? But um, Puerto Rico Open has the best runners-up list on tour. Maybe maybe of any tournament in the history. Spieth, Ishikawa, Rio, Rio, John Kern. Yep. Uh, Remember Ishikawa? I, didn't Finau finish runner? Or he won it. He won it. The Big Tabernacle. Shout out to the Big Tabernacle. Yeah. Good showing this week. Playing great. Camp, hey, Camp he could be he could be making some noise at. Quit hollow. Yeah. Fino. Um, all right. What else we got? Anything? That's that's all I had pretty much. Shut it down. Andy, what's your lasting memory of this week going to be? Um, uh, it see. feels weird that it's not the eagle putt on 15, but I don't really don't think it is. For I whatever think, reason. I think it's... Uh, Probably uh, that chip in he had when it was pouring rain in round two. Yeah. For par, yeah. that he was going to make like a double. It looked like he, I mean, he was just making a complete mess of the hole, and, he, and the rain was just like at like the all time high, and he chips it in for par. Tron? Uh, Speed weaving his way through the equipment trucks. Like, <laughs> that was surreal, man. That was. It was. Crazy. It was even better when they showed like the packaged thing later, and they kind of could just like hit the highlights of like all the different places he was in. Yeah. How about you? Probably the shot on fourteen, like almost holding yeah. a tee shot on fourteen, was when you, or actually, that kind of combined with like after he made the putt, like his face after he made the putt was like nuclear. I mean, it was just like he was like. There's no way he was going to lose. Yeah. I think the thing that's not going to be the big takeaway for me from the week was Justin Thomas wearing a tie on Thursday. It was great for my Twitter engagement. That's God. about it. I'm, I'm just, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm into it. He tries different stuff. That's cool. I'm fine with him doing it. I'm just tired of, like, everybody talking about it. You know, what, you know what bugged me is nobody Thanks. credited uh, Ryan Moore with the look. 
Exactly. Sure. It's not like he's, you know, or, or, you know, or Bobby Jones. I mean, really, if anything, DJ, his outfits had more of a nod towards history than anybody's, you know? Hey, let me ask you a question, uh, Tron. Is DJ still the greatest player who's ever lived? Absolutely. That's not like, I don't think that's, it's not anything that's going to change because he, he hasn't contended in a major recently. You don't think that over that last five-hole stretch today was Spieth bucking his head as, as the greatest player of all time over over a five-hole stretch? What about, here's what I'll say. What about DJ made three eagles in one round at the, at the Masters? <laughs> yeah. What about between 14, Spieth's tee shot at 14 and the eagle on 15? Over a two-hole stretch, has anybody ever played better golf than that? Maybe Phil making back-to-back eagles at the Masters. What did he do with his drive on 15? Is that kind of a scratchy? No, he yeah. put it in fairway, wasn't uh, it? 17, he hit it right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I think DJ... I think we just need to ask, Someone needs to ask a question. It's just all, all subjective about what the length of... Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I think DJ just, if we're distilling it down to the shortest length of time, DJ is the greatest player to ever play the game, to ever pick up a golf club. I think DJ's, uh, I think him playing 18 at Oakmont might be the greatest hole anybody's ever played. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that was unbelievable, actually. Thank you. All right. All right. Interesting. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Like we're kind of we're kind of just ending with a whimper here. Well, what else you got? Nothing. I got nothing. Good. I'm spent. We're good. It's a long week. I got low T now. I had a, That's good. Oh, it's oh, it's Firestone this week. I freaking hate this tournament. It's not. It's oh, Canadian it's Canada. Oh, I love Canada. <laughs> Except for they're back at Glen Abbey. I'm kind of no, oh, I'm Glen Abbey, but. They need to go back out to that. 18, 18 at Glen Abbey is awesome. Yeah, there's some really good holes out at Glen Abbey, but I may, maybe just my enduring memory of it is like Jason Day brutalizing it with 385-yard drives. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then Firestone, and then the PGA. Right? Yeah, so it's three it's weeks. Till, yeah. yeah, it's three weeks till Quail Hall. Right. Firestone's the worst. That's 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 Reno Tahoe week though, right? Right. So sweet. Okay. That's the last I'm gonna talk about Firestone. Sounds good. We're just gonna we're just gonna do Quail Hall or we're just gonna talk about Reno that week. That's <laughs> it. You're putting a fatwa on the on Quail Hollow? No, on uh, Firestone. Firestone. Okay. Yeah. I think right. the purple mob is gonna go get another win at at uh, Barracuda. I think Zach's JJ gonna, Henry. I think Zach's gonna get a win at Barracuda. Maybe. Would love it. He's due. Is he in with Big Stableford? He said he loved it. Good. So. Um, 